When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I got a million things on my mind. I'm trying to get all this stuff done, and everybody's making it hard as they possibly I know, I, can. I'm, I'm in like, the same boat. It sounds like parenthood. Oh. I got a million things to do. Everybody's making it. And as then hard you just you just can. sit on the couch yeah. and just stare at the wall like I I can't anymore. <laughs> just... I know it's unbelievable. We are recording. Uh, Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Alex Brandt, Bernard Rasmussen, Andy Brandt, Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. Can I do it now? We'll be back. Yes. Now you can. <laughs> we'll be back, Tom Bernard Show. Join us every Thursday at 2 o'clock Central for our newest podcast, Car Selling Secrets. It'll be co-hosted by me, Tom Bernard, and Doug Sprinthal from Walzer Automotive Group. We'll be talking about lots of stuff relating to how dealership sales actually work, as well as the latest product updates from nearly every make sold in the USA. If you have questions for the podcast, either email Doug at Walzer.com or call the studio live at 952-800-1492. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Every time I look in the mirror, I just had to do my Casey case in there. Thank you very much. It's great to be back. Start the timer. Yes, dear. <laughs> yes, dear. Like the dear. floor director over here. You are the floor director. It's absolutely true. Let me know when Daniel's ready to go, Andy. He Dan. is ready. Oh, Dan's ready to go now? Yep. I like that. It works for me. 
Ladies and gentlemen, SonicSleepCoach.com. That is SonicSleepCoach.com. Dan Gartenberg, the brain benefits of a deep sleep and how to get more of it. Daniel Gartenberg, Ph.D. How are you, doctor? Hi, how you doing today? Hope you had a good sleep last night. No, did not. <laughs> that was my wife, Dan, so, uh, you know. I don't sleep anymore, I swear. Are people having oh, more yeah. and more trouble sleeping, Dan, or, or has it always been this way? Because it seems as time moves on, people getting are getting less and less restful sleep. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, there's actually these really interesting studies where they examine the sleep of, like, indigenous tribes and whatnot to try to understand mm -hmm. how our sleep has changed over the, you know, millennia. Um, a lot of it is cultural, right? So, like, in Victorian society, um, you know, people used to have, like, a second sleep where they'd actually do, like, uh, wake up in the middle of the night and socialize, um, oh, actually right. like at around like, yeah, <laughs> they like go to bed at like nine and then wake up at like one and party and then go back to sleep. And, um, anyway, a lot of it is cultural. Um, one thing we do know is that all these lights, um, and you know, Ben Franklin's invention of basically electrifying the world has dramatically changed how we sleep. And then on top of that, um, with the Industrial Revolution, we kind of got stuck in this metaphor of, you know, waking up really early. Some of it had to do with, like, uh, you know, uh, towing the farm and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. And then actually in the 60s and 70s, for whatever reason, um, we pushed the start time for school super early. Um, that was something idiotic. Something had to do with logistical things. I mean, it's kind of crazy, like, from a, um, like a biological perspective, um, right. teenagers, there's some theorize that, you know, it, it's known that your circadian rhythm shifts to be later. Um, some people theorize that has to do with, like, breaking away from your parental units. Um, mm. And so they actually wake you up sometimes as early as, like, 5.45 to go to school now, which is pretty ridiculous to do. One actually gets so to learn. So, man, you may as well get a morning radio show if you're going to get up at four in the morning. What the hell? You know, <laughs> that I will tell you, Doctor. I'm guessing you have I, weird sleep patterns. Oh God, yes. I, I, I literally, I've been doing the morning show at KQRS in, in Minneapolis, St. Paul, for going into my 34th year now, and it changed my life forever. It's just honestly, I, I, I wake up every morning between four and about four thirty. Um, some days, the, and this is weird. Maybe, you know what, Dr. Gartenberg, you might be able to help me tremendously here because now the later I go to bed, the earlier I wake up. What it's is like a that? baby. Babies do that. Babies do that? Huh. Maybe, so my wife just told me I'm a big baby. That's great. <laughs> I'm just saying that's, that's great. It's got to have something to do with the brain. <laughs> Maybe. Well, so what's well babies need to sleep a lot more than that, but. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. guessing it's uh, co-varying with uh, stress. I mean, pro probably you're sleeping a lot later, and you must have a very. It sounds like you have a very strongly entrenched circadian rhythm because you've had mm -hmm. to wake up early for this long. Do you, do you right. want me to, to scare you a little bit right now? <laughs> I'm gonna die young. Um, Is that what you're gonna tell me? <laughs> well, I mean, so basically, I mean, recently, like the World Health Organization. So, sorry to have to tell you this, but uh, okay. uh, has 
said that, <laughs> that um, um, have, being a shift worker, like it sounds like you are, is actually like toxic for the brain. It's almost like being exposed to like toxins for prolonged periods of time. Um, wow. And it's actually like categorized as a job that's like an unsafe job because of how like damaging it is to to your brain and basically every organ of your body. Well, that's great, Dr. Gartenberg, because my wife sitting just to my right <laughs> here has told me for years that I'm crazy. So, you know, I have not. my brain has rotted and now I'm crazy. That's... <laughs> well, now you, you know... have an excuse, but I'm, yeah. Go ahead. I, I just wanted to mention, you know, our son is in the studio. He's the engineer on the show, and he has had, what kind of sleep patterns have you had for years? And you've tried all kinds of different things to change them up. I, I don't yeah, know. They're I, better I think now, it's a genetic problem. But, yeah, for a long, long time, it was, if I didn't, like, force myself to go to sleep, if I was just in a room with no clock and slept when I got tired, I would end up shifting to probably like 7 a.m. to, you know, 5, 4 or 5 p.m. asleep. Mm. So pretty much the opposite oh, of normal. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a really weird circadian rhythm. I've actually never really heard of that. Um, usually when people do these studies where they're exposed to like no cues and stuff, um, they, that's when you see their 24-hour rhythm, which is typically um, without light exposure and whatnot. It's usually um, earlier than you think, like not 9 p.m. to like when the sun rises. Mm. Um, but interestingly, there could be some evolutionary basis for what you're talking about. Um, so one thing that they've done when they've studied these um, tribes, and you know, we basically lived as hunter-gatherers for most of our evolution. Um, and what they've shown is over like a three-month period, there is only a 30-minute win time window where everyone in the tribe was asleep. Hmm. Um, and what that kind really? of points to is that we've probably evolved as a group to have very different circadian rhythms, i.e. when you're awake, when you feel awake and when you feel tired, almost as an evolutionary protection to ensure that, like, that lion creeping up on us doesn't yeah. hurt anybody in the group. Um, and that's why as we get older, you know, our rhythm shifts, you know, when we're younger, they shift. Um, you know, even when there's a stressful environmental thing, they can shift. Um, so basically, what I'll tell you is everyone is a little bit different. Probably around 30% of people are morning larks, um, and about 30% of people are night owls. And the rest of us, and everyone for that matter, can shift these rhythms um, through what are called Zeitgebers, which is a German word for timekeeper. Um, and the biggest Zeitgeber is actually natural sunlight. Um, so a lot of times when I try to help people with their sleep, it's oftentimes a matter of controlling their light exposure environment. We're also interested in sound a lot and temp how temperature can be used to help. Um, but other Zeitgebers include timing of meals, timing of exercise, and even like um, being stimulated and socializing late at night. 
Oh, yeah. And caffeine consumption. What, what, is there a kind of a set standard for when people should stop ingesting caffeine and nicotine and things like that? There is. And this is something about sleep that um, is kind of difficult um, sometimes when I try to give like, feedback to people because everyone really has different thresholds. Um, like, for example, the National Society of Sleep Medicine suggests that the average adult needs between seven and nine hours a night, which is a pretty big range um, on a regular basis. But And similarly for, like, caffeine, um, so the half-life for the typical person for caffeine is four hours, which is pretty long okay. time, meaning that yeah. four hours after you consume it, um, half of it is still in your system. Um, and so usually what they say is, you know, stop drinking it in the early afternoon. Um, you know, I try to have my last one, um, like, right during my uh, postprandial dip, which is like that afternoon fog that you might start feeling maybe starting in an hour or so or around now. But usually, mm-hmm. like, stopping around then. But, like, if you have a fast metabolism, your half-life can actually be as little as, like, two hours, say. Oh, okay. um, and there's interesting studies around that. So, so th- it's like a range, um, how much it impacts you. I mean, it's so amazing the things that affect your sleep. During the week, because I wake up so early, 4 o'clock in the morning, and Catherine usually wakes up around 8 o'clock in the morning, she and I cannot sleep together on work nights because when she came to bed at 8 or 9 o'clock at night, she'd wake me up. And then when I get up at 4 mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning... Um, then, well, no, actually, I'd be going to bed around 8, and she would go to bed around midnight, and then I would get up at 4 in the morning, and she doesn't get up until, what, like 2, 3 in the afternoon, honey? Ha-ha. <laughs> but anyway, so we can't <laughs> sleep together during the work week because we'd just be waking each other up, coming to bed and going away and all the rest of it. But it's it's really noticeable on the weekends, if, if I sleep with Catherine, I sleep much better. And I suppose it's just, mm. you know, that stress thing you're talking about. You know, I feel much less stressed when I sleep with my wife, you know. Yeah, there's so many aspects of this, like deactivating the fight-or-flight response system Mm -hmm. is one of the main ways that you can improve your sleep quality. Um, I mean, when you're in, and any parents out there can probably relate to this, like, and I've talked to clients before where sometimes that, stress of always having to listen to for your kid in the other room mm-hmm. right um, you know there's a lot of research showing how it really impacts your sleep quality i've talked to a lot of people it, sometimes even after the kid doesn't need you anymore those behaviors those you know poor sleep quality behaviors can still sort of seep into into your life even after the fact um, that's so funny because i've like always doing. said I've always said that I've never slept since I had children. <laughs> and now it's scientifically yeah. proven. Well, yeah, that's like, so I I have an eight-month-old son that wakes up a lot, and then I have a two-and-a-half-year-old daughter as well. And I was just a, out of town with my kids, and my husband was at home for three nights by himself, and I was like, so you had three nights of uninterrupted sleep. How was it? And he's like, I still woke up like five times a night. Yeah. 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 You're used to it. So that's the thing here, but so that's the pessimist. Like we can look at this a little bit optimistically too. Like um, you know, you had these 
behaviors that are now dictating that you're not sleeping so well. And the flip side of that is, theoretically, you could create behaviors that are more promotive towards sleep, and you could, you know, behaviorally change your sleep quality so it returns to normal. I'm just saying it is possible. That is wonderful. Dr. Gartenberg, you talked earlier about, about deactivating your fight or flight uh, reaction or mechanism. How, how do you do that? Because that, that, I think, is a big part of why I, I have the trouble that I do have. And an example of that is it's so ingrained in my head that we went uh, on a trip with some friends. And I've known this woman for a couple of years, but we'd never gone on a trip before with she and her husband and Catherine and me. And she walked up and grabbed my arm from behind, just trying to get my attention. And I just ripped hmm. my arm out of her hand. And I had to apologize to her. I said, I'm sorry, but my whole life, anybody grabs me, I just rip away, not in a violent way, but I, it, there's something in my brain. I do not like to be surprised hmm. by people grabbing me. So I, maybe that is the fight or flight. I suppose it is, isn't it? You're in, like, high fight or flight. I mean, it sounds like it a little bit. I thought you were going to say you, you whacked her or something like that. So <laughs> glad no, thank that. God I did not. Um, I did not punch her. That would be good. But, yeah, it, no, but I mean, that's the deal. I think a lot of people, especially now, and this is a problem with why sleep is kind of getting more of the focus, um, that people are giving it more focus now, is that these devices that are on all the time are sort of creating yeah. this low-level fight-or-flight response system in us. Like, when was the last time... I mean, a lot of people are always stimulated now by these devices. Honestly, a really simple hack that I've done recently for myself that I found really helpful because, you know, I run a company and I can get pretty stressed sometimes is I actually just turned mm-hmm. off all the notifications on my smartphone and really sort of tried to compartmentalize this device as not something that's always poking me for attention, but a tool that I use when I want something. Um, So kind of like putting the gadgets in their place is something that I try to get people to do. Um, The other more proactive things are like meditations, you know, anything that can, you can train yourself to deactivate the system through breathing. We have like progressive muscle relaxation and sonic sleep, which has been scientifically proven to help people. Um, And then the other big thing that like a sleep um, clinician would try to tell you is typically like try to create like a, a ritual or a sleep habit that kind of gets you, like sleep happens 30 minutes before you, um, you actually like go to bed. So like creating those rituals for yourself, whether it's like reading a book, um, you know, doing like uh, something that's not stimulating, you know, it's better not to watch TV, but we actually recommend, um, there's things you can do like wearing like two dark glasses to block the, um, blue light, which is particularly bad. You actually want more red light around the nighttime. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, just like creating these rituals to yourself that kind of primes your body into sleeping. And we actually use sounds to kind of form this Pavlovian response where mm-hmm. you hear these sounds, you associate it with sleep, and that kind of gets your body ready for this. And then the other big thing is if you entrench your circadian rhythm, 
that's also a way to tell your body to go to bed when you should go to bed, um, whatever time that might be. Ladies and gentlemen, the website is sonicsleepcoach.com. A TED Talk, Dan Gartenberg, The Brain Benefits of Deep Sleep and How to Get More of It. Great information, Dr. Gartenberg. I appreciate time today. Thank you. Anytime. Absolutely. Have a good day, sir. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. A program that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor? Do you want a guaranteed offer on your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl, who has some exciting news to share. Hey, Tom, we are super excited to announce our guaranteed offer program. Here's how it works. If you qualify, we will guarantee you an offer on your house within 48 hours, which means you could be closing in three weeks. No staging, no cleaning, no decluttering, and of course, no open houses. This is your hassle-free way to sell your home. If you qualify for the program, you will get a competitive offer in 48 hours, period. Sounds like a stress-free way to sell your home. It is, Tom. Some homeowners want the convenience to be able to sell their home quickly without going through the stress of showings, open houses, and so many more headaches, especially if they found their dream home and need to sell fast. You do need to qualify for this program, but that's quick and convenient as well. To see if you qualify for the guaranteed offer program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate, go to chrislindahl.com right now or call 763-401-SOLD. Once again, that's chrislindahl.com, Chris with a K. If you're tired of feeling frustrated because your clothes don't fit like they used to, then Nutramost is for you. Thanks to the Sheehy brothers and staff at Nutramost in Plymouth, I am down 92.5 pounds. The Nutramost program is amazing. I lost over 40 pounds during each of my first two 40-day rounds. You can have great success just like me because Nutramost is customized for each individual person, and the staff at Nutramost will be there for you every step of the way. Start your weight loss journey today and let Nutramost help change your life. Give yourself this wonderful gift or give this program as a present. Nutramost guarantees that you lose 20 pounds or more. Nutramost helped me change my life and they can help you too. Call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. What's love got to do with it? Really? Is that what we're talking about? This is a nice What does calming. love have to do with it? Like, I listen to music like this when I try and fall asleep. Um, yep. I set up my Echo Dot, and I just mm-hmm. I just go, uh, Echo, play meditation music, and I'll start playing meditation music, and that's what I fall asleep to. I find it, I get a better night's that's good. sleep. When I have, because I'm that like, I'm like you, Tom. I am like a vigilant sleeper. I'm worried I'm missing mm-hmm. something, or I have so oh, much yeah. on my plate that I, my mind will just not shut down. So I usually vape my medical marijuana, put on some meditation music, and I'm in La La Land within five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Has anyone there here ever tried the? I think it's called Sleep with Me podcast. Mm-mm. It's just this guy that I have a friend that uses it. It's not asthma, is it? Creepiest thing in the world. I don't know what that is. <laughs> ASMR. What oh, is where that? they do all that whispering and then they like make noises like they'll. No, it's like Ugh, a guy. So, I hate it so much. I don't even, I've never heard of that. Um, the, no, it's a guy that just kind of like talks, but he tells kind of stories, but then he'll just kind of mumble and make no sense that kind of sounds like asthma but it's meant to like 
it's a calming voice. Like he's very monotoned and he just yeah. kind of talks and he'll go off into just yeah. like well, mm-hmm. it's nuts how mm-hmm. these women and then and i guess it just like conks you out because you pay attention to it because mm-hmm. you he talks clearly enough where you're like trying to follow but then he'll go off on a mumbling spree or something apparently and then you'll just pass out <laughs> because it's like i my mom always has had she's like i have a hard time with white noise machines because i try to find like a pattern i know mm-hmm. i always find a pattern in them and it bothers the hell out of me and stuff and like there's all the and she's like in every little noise i hear the fan ticking and da, 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 but it's like this apparently helps a lot of people get to sleep i don't mm-hmm. know maybe it I should does give it, it to does. sage Tom, if you maybe have you heard of what's it called, Andy? A- Asthma? Yeah, yeah. It's and it's bizarre. These women, it's mostly women that do it, mm-hmm. and they have millions of hits on YouTube where they'll have multiple microphones set up, and they talk in a song like this, and they all they do is they'll sit there and be like, "I'm gonna crumple this napkin." Yeah, they'll just like tap on things, and and then they'll crumple the napkin. It's like these. Um, I don't know what you would call it, type of noise, but it's supposed to like annoying. Yeah, I mean, some of them, I'm like, it's like nails on a chalkboard for yeah, me. I'm like, to why? me, it's Ugh. one of those things that I can't even listen to because it just. Why I don't do people know. listen to it? It's supposed to reduce anxiety or oh, something God. like that. But now the celebrities are getting involved mm. and they're doing these and getting probably getting paid millions of dollars to. In do twenty them. years, people are going to look back at it like we look back at pet rocks it's just some <laughs> dumb thing that everyone thinks that they're into but that's only because it's popular and Very you know. that's what we should do get a pet rock stick some googly eyes on it and just put it on youtube staring at you yeah here's my pet rock he's telling you a story there it is <laughs> just Absolutely. can't hear it Oh, what are you going to do? Providence, Rhode Island, a sad story out of Providence. Today, the ecstatic sailor shown kissing a woman in Times Square celebrating the end of World War II died yesterday. George Mendonza was 95 years old. Mendonza fell and had a seizure at the assisted living facility in Middletown, Rhode Island, where he lived with his wife of 70 years. Wow. His daughter, Sharon Moeller, told the Providence Journal, Mendonza was shown kissing Greta Zimmer Friedman, a dental assistant in a nurse's uniform, on August 14, 1945, known as VJ Day. It was the day Japan surrendered to the United States. People spilled into New York City streets to celebrate the news. Mendonza planted a kiss on Friedman, whom he had never met. <laughs> That's real nice. The guy never even met her. It's unbelievable. The photo by Alfred Eisenstadt. It was first published in Life magazine and is called VJ Day in Times Square, but is known to most as... The Kiss. George Mendonza, dead at 95. Got, everybody knows about that picture. You, yeah. Andy and Alex, you know about that picture, don't you? Mm-hmm. What? Alex, you don't you know? You recognize it if you saw it. Yeah, I don't know. What's it's the... a sailor kissing a woman. He's bending oh, her yeah, over yeah, back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah after the... That's no, that one. So was his wife in the nursing home with him? Sounds like it, yeah. Oh, gosh. He died in a, in a living facility, assisted living facility. They didn't know each other. Yeah, the no, they, they did not. Right? Yeah, that's sad. Absolutely not. That's very, very sad. But God, you know, ninety-five years. Ninety-five pretty years good. is a pretty damn good run. Yeah, seriously. And usually, not what happens, especially with couples that have been married that long, been together, she'll probably not be far behind. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 
It's got to be heartbreaking to lose your partner of 70 years. Well, it's like... Well, can you even imagine? At that age, you're keeping each other going. Yeah, I know. You know, it's like you're staying alive because the other one's alive. Yeah, you get the glass of water. No, you get the glass of water. I'm not getting up. You get up. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you've got each other. That makes sense. That's what counts. Alex, I got some bad news for you, possibly. Not... uh, not concrete yet, but uh, Al Overland is not saying you should refer to almond milk as nut juice. He's also not saying you shouldn't. I've heard it called that, said Overland, a dairy farmer near Sturgeon Lake. They, call, they can call it juice or beverage, whatever they wish, but we just don't want them to call it milk. Well, it doesn't make any sense. It's not milk. It's not milk. Yeah, but I have a question. So coconut milk is not milk. No, milk comes from mammary glands. Yeah, it's not milk. It's uh juice it's yeah just some sort of juice or like so we concentrate not concentrate the opposite of concentrate i think they just call it milk because of the color yeah no it's yeah. Just, it's a it's a replacement yeah. for milk that's why mm-hmm. they call it milk and a lot of times um certain certain companies spell it m-y-l-k oh yeah okay because it just it, looks sketchy to me yeah which it's it because it's a replacement for milk yes but it's not milk because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm Literally not, not okay, milk. So I, it's not milk. <laughs> so I have a question for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Why did they call it milk in the first place if drinking milk was bad for you? Because it's a replacement for milk. Yeah, but why would you want to replace it with a name that everybody... When I think of milk, because I like almond milk much more than I do regular milk. Regular milk is disgusting. I've, I've never been a big milk drinker anyway. Mm. Oh, God, no. But, you know, on my cereal, it's phenomenal. But this new stuff, the almond milk, the coconut milk, the... Oat milk. Well, let's see. I don't like soy milk. Uh, almond milk I do. Coconut milk I do. Rice milk I've never had. And now there's oat milk and pea milk, and I haven't had either one of those. Any milk that has the word pea in it, I'm not drinking. Pea milk is apparently ripple. There's that ripple that has its pea derived or whatever and apparently it's disgusting or you can get the super sugary version that's better because it just Uh, tastes like because it's split pea soup yeah because it's peas with sugar i don't know (laughs) it sounds weird i mean i understand why dairy farmers wouldn't want them calling it milk because it's not milk yeah but i don't understand why they wanted to call it milk like like almond breeze does it refer to itself as milk? It says I don't almond think, milk. Does it? Yeah, it says almond milk on the front of it. Oh, it does have almond milk on yeah. it. Yeah, well, it's well, like I, I buy. I don't know why they would want to do that. I buy milk, M A L K. It's mm-hmm. because it's just the Simpsons reference. Oh really? Yeah, milk with vitamin R or something like that. Oh, maybe I don't know. Are you but sure? it's just But it's just um, like pecans and water and salt. It doesn't have like almond breeze has. A lot, lot of stuff in yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of stuff in it. Um, like what? Like carrageenan. Oh, okay. What's carrageenan? What is that? What's it's, that? Um, it's an extract from red seaweed. Yes. It so why do you need you? that? It can cause like digestive upset. Oh, okay. You know, That's why I have issues. too many tacos. There's a lot. That, I mean, there's natural preservatives and stuff in it to make it because. I mean, if you make, so I make my own, well, cashew milk and oat milk and almond milk and stuff at home, too. And it lasts three days after you open it. Your mom had to leave for for an appointment, but I got to tell you, she comes up to me last night and hands me this little jar of, of uh, gummies. I'm like, okay, what's this? She goes, it's, um, oh, God, what's that stuff called? Z's? Um, 
you know, the sleep uh, medication. Zequil makes it. It's called Zequil Z's, I think. Mm. And it's a and it's a and it's a uh, chewy thing. Little, it's a gummy, and you eat it, and she comes up and goes, "You can have these." I said, "Why? What's the problem? Aren't they going to make you sleep?" She goes, "I don't know, but I'm really glad I read the label." Because they contain sucralose, so she would have fallen asleep and then pooped her pants. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. Because sucralose makes her really kind of a loose-bowled person. Let me put it that way. I'm sure she'll be so happy to hear that we're talking about Ah, her bowels. She's fine. Don't worry about a thing. Yeah, all all those sugar alcohols are... They'll make you go, apparently. Not me. They don't do that to me at all, and I don't know why. I remember you ate an entire bag of quote-unquote sugar-free. Yeah, in Florida. In Florida, and you were in the bathroom for like three hours. Oh, my gosh. You mean the candies? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that does make me. Yeah, that's because of the sugar alcohol in it. If you ever go on to Amazon, you know, is it Harboro Gummy Bear? Oh, you're talking about the giant sugar-free gummy bears? Oh, Haribo. Haribo? Haribo? There's a review for the sugar-free gummy bears that will have you Uh rolling on the floor laughing because it's so funny, the description. Wait a minute, I have to do it. Okay, so what I'm going, I'm just typing in Haribo. But, Dad, just Google Haribo sugar free gummy bear review. review. You probably, yeah, they'll probably be. You're not gonna. Sugar free gummies, right? That's all you want me to put in? Review. Yeah, put in review. Uh, Reviews, here you go. Reviews. Okay, uh, how far do I have to get down into the review area? Yeah, because I'm sure there's thousands of them. Um, let me look. There right. are a lot of well, them. Well, you think there would be, it would be. I think most helpful or whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to well, remember. Because I read it directly no, just... off of Amazon. I just, I am getting so tired of the <laughs> internet and how it's changing everything. I just try to go on, I just. Wanted to go on the reviews of uh, Haribo. It looks like you're using an ad blocker, Business Insider is an advertising yeah. supported site, and we know. So, so I can't go on that site. Uh, I don't know. Uh, if you turn off your ad blocker, but I don't want to do that. Uh, and by the way, Andy, uh, Newser better get its head out of its ass. <laughs> yes, because for the second time in a row, last Friday it happened, and now today I went on Newser. The first thing that popped up was. Firefox is trying to prevent someone from accessing your bank information. What the hell is that? Sounds like a fake pop-up. It's probably fake, yeah. They want you to click it because because then you click it and buy their fake antivirus. Yeah. It's a very common thing. Oh, it's a fake antivirus? Yep. God, people are so filthy. Mm -hmm. I googled Haribo sugar-free gummy bears Amazon review, and there's a... An article, Forbes, that time, gummy bears gave everyone diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) But this guy who did this um, uh, review, it's the most, the way he narrates this review is just phenomenal. It just, (laughs) my son read it to me and I was just, I was cracking up. I'd have to find it for you and I'll send it over to you, Tom. It, it, It is so funny. Some of the reviews are really, really good these days. Some very, very funny things. Obviously, a lot of them a-holian. There's no question about that. But some of them. Should I ever go back on Twitter or Facebook, do you think? <laughs> I oh, Here's a short one. Uh, best okay. tasting colon cleanse food ever. I pooped enough for 10 people, and now I know what chocolate rain really is. Woot, woot. <laughs> oh, God. Ish. 
dear. That's nasty, man. Okay, hey, you know. I have a subject change. Okay. Dad. There's only a minute and a half left here. Do you want to do it now or at the beginning of the next segment? We can do it in the beginning of the next segment. Yeah, because we only have a minute and ten seconds left right now. So you don't want to start now. I'm just trying to save you from yourself. You know I, what I'm saying. As usual. You're typical. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah. So, yes, okay, we'll kick off the next segment with that. For right now, we'll just uh, just deliver the the news as we always do. It's just very, very special, don't you think? Mm-hmm. So, so <laughs> special. Cassie's just whining about... I gotta about... stop reading these. <laughs> I know. Cassie's gonna be... The last segment, she's gonna be worthless because she's reading yeah. all that One of now. the titles of it is If You Ever Want Your Wife to Leave You. <laughs> Eat Haribo. <laughs> Eat Haribo candy? Sugarless gummy bears. Five pound bag. Okay. There you go. Oh, God. There how much to Five each? Yeah, for real. Because you can, you can only eat the smallest amount, but people don't know that. Yeah, everybody has to go bananas. <laughs> yep, I could see that. That's All like, right, we'll close um, this segment with great news here, and then we'll come back in the next bit. When a Jeep Cherokee crashed into a speed limit sign in Michigan on Thursday and flipped over, trapping a 36-year-old man inside, a group of people tried in vain to help him. Then along came professional weightlifter Ryan Belcher. Oh, Ryan Belcher. I know him. The 29-year-old heard the crash from his workplace, called 911, and then quickly went to help, was able to move the two-ton truck off of the man. Well, it says he can squat 950 pounds, so... Holy God. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan Belcher, that's the name. That'll do famous it. In, uh, well, he's a professional weightlifter. But yeah, that's, that's <clears> terrific. <throat> and he saved a guy's life by picking up 4,000 pounds and moving it. Now, you wouldn't pick up the full, full 4,000 because no. some of it's still resting on the ground. But about half but, of that, uh, so 2,000 pounds. Uh, <laughs> you can pick it up like just it. a little bit enough to pivot it. <laughs> Jesus. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard show. Tom Bernard here. Hey, let me ask you. Do you know me because you recognize my voice or my face? Good question, isn't it? Let me ask you another one. What do you think when I say priority courier experts? Do you know them because you recognize their trucks or do you know them by their name? Well, let me tell you something you might not know about my friends at Priority. 485 local drivers, 85 office staff, 37 million deliveries since 1997, and an opportunity for you to join their company. Drivers, you can join the fleet in your own vehicle or lease to own one of theirs. Or you can join the office staff and earn the most respectable pay in the business with 15 days off in your first year. Medical, dental, matching 401k, and a genuine chance for advancement. Just ask Jennifer, who started as a customer service rep and is now vice president. Over 5,000 Minnesota companies rely on priority because every time you call us, we deliver. Join the team today at Priority.com. That's Priority.com. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry this 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. What the hell is this? You do need some sleep, don't you? <laughs> it's Culture Club. <laughs> Man. Mm. 
She definitely needs to get some sleep, ladies I and gentlemen. I love Boy no George. I am a Boy George fan. I understand I, that. I mean, how can I you go wrong with, do you really want to hurt me? It's true. And well, that other song has got nice hat. Mm-hmm. On a semi-related note to what we were just talking about, mm-hmm. uh, there was a Home Depot in Wichita, which uh, cops had to go to because of a bomb threat. Mm-hmm. Except it wasn't really a bomb threat, because what happened was some guy walked into the bathroom and said, y'all need to get out of here because I'm fixing to blow it up. Oh, my God. Which was a joke oh, about going to the bathroom. God. Oh, my <laughs> God. Pooping? Yep. But apparently, say things like that. Apparently Something that did not go over well. Yeah. Dan and I will refer because sometimes Fawn will go and it's not, it doesn't smell great. And we'll be like, Fawn just blew up the bathroom. Don't go yeah, in well, there. Well, there you go. That's basically what he said. There yeah. you go. Like, yep, I, exactly right. I, yeah. Like, actually, we were on the airplane and she, on the way home from Key West, and she pooped on the airplane. And I went back to Brittany and I was like, Fawn just blew up the bathroom. So I'm glad that nobody thought yeah, I was I'm glad that nobody about. heard you. Well, the best you part is right. the guy who called it in said, that he said that there was a bomb in the bathroom and they need to leave the not building, which is not, not what, what he said, said oh but people are dumb. And getting dumber by the day, it seems, unfortunately. There are more people, therefore there are more stupid people. All right, well, apparently. to keep it on a lighter note, Dad. Mm. No, I'm just saying, it was a lighter note. Okay. People, Some people are dummies. Anyway, okay, have you watched Russian Doll? No, I've, I've seen it. I, I saw the promo for it, but I have not watched it yet. I think that you might like it. It takes a couple episodes, probably by three. Then okay. you kind, of, then you're more involved. And four, there's a twist. There's a couple twists, and it's I don't know. I think that you might like it. You, yeah. I'd say watch the first four episodes and then let me know what you think because so I was. It's about a woman. I know that. It's about a woman that dies on her 36th birthday, and she keeps going back to the same... It's kind of like Groundhog Day, where it's like she dies on her 36th birthday, Mm. and she um, keeps reliving the same day over and over again. But it's like it's just she doesn't wake up in the morning. She keeps getting back alive at at her birthday party. Over and over and over again. She keeps dying and dying and dying, and she's figuring out, you know, what is the deal? Why does this keep happening to me? It sounds like it would be very difficult to make more than, like, two episodes out of it. So they have a couple twists, and the end of the season, I don't know how they're going to continue it. Like, if they're, like, how they ended it, I'm not sure how they would do a second season, but. I was just in bed for three straight days with the flu. So maybe they only ever planned to make one season. Maybe. That's what I thought. I was like, maybe it was just one. Oh, Possibly. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good, and I think that you would like it. I don't know. I will give it a whirl, because I have seen it promoted a lot. Yeah. And it's on, is it on Netflix? Yeah. And they're or is quick. it on Amazon it's on, Prime? It's on Netflix, and they're quick. They're like 25-minute okay. episodes. So it's like. Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. so, so it's, it's like. Orig- it's a. Uh, Standard half an hour. Yeah, 24 to 30 minute running time. Yeah, I watched the entire season in two days because I was stuck in bed with the flu. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just watch Mm. this. Because Brittany showed me an episode on the way down to Key West because Fawn was asleep on the plane. And she was like, watch this on my phone. So I watched an episode and I was like, I'll just keep watching this show, I guess. 
Anyway, and I think mom would like it too. So you guys should watch it together. And ha- well, we'll give it a whirl. Did mom show you that movie trailer that I sent her and told you, told her to watch with you? For what movie? Yesterday. The movie's called Yesterday. Yes. So what's it? Is it about the Beatles? Yes. I knew it. Yes, I saw the trailer for that as well. It looks so amazing. good. Okay, she obviously didn't show it to you or watch so it. So when's herself. it coming out? Uh, it, it just says coming soon. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask Tim about okay. it, but then he had to go. Um, and maybe he doesn't know anything about it because I feel like he probably would tell well, the, you if he did know something about it. The premise of the movie, it's almost yeah. like this guy, um, he's like a singer and songwriter. <clears throat> yeah. And he performs Beatles songs. And then um, he wasn't getting anywhere in his career. And all of a sudden, like, the power goes out, and it's almost like he slips into this other dimension where the Beatles never existed, but he remembers all the Beatles catalog Uh-oh. music. Yeah, like, he's with Ooh. he's with his girlfriend and his parents, and all of a sudden he starts playing one of the Beatles songs, and they're like, that's beautiful. Where, how? When did you write that? And he's like, I didn't. Paul McCartney did. Who's and they're that? like, who's that? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like he slips in this other dimension oh. where the Beatles never existed, but he mm. knows all the Beatles songs, so he gets this amazing career singing Beatles music thinking it's his own material. Hmm. I don't know. It looked really good. <laughs> yeah, he knows that he didn't write them, but he just records all the Beatles songs and it's... He's like, I'll just roll with it. <laughs> yeah. And then in the trailer, it's like he's on a like a late night show and somebody's like, there are these two men that are here that are claiming that you stole their songs and then it just shows two guys with in bare, bare feet. feet. Yep walking up you don't see their you don't see who they are you just see them in bare you just see the feet mm-hmm. and i'm right. like it's ringo and paul they're like well known for not wearing shoes or something yeah. one well, abbey road they're well really all of them are walking well, only, across. only only not, not no it's but paul's the only paul. bare, barefoot yeah. it's only oh, paul really? yeah no i didn't know any of them were barefoot yep just paul well then well he's supposed to be the one that's buried that's why there's a there's a oh, preacher, yeah, right. there's a grave digger, which is George Harrison, there's the dead body. I can't even remember what Ringo's role is in that. Oh, Ringo. Is he the, I don't know, I don't remember. I think it would be funnier, actually. So the Beatles don't exist in this other dimension, so he guy, this guy records all our music, and it flops tremendously. Yeah. <laughs> How great would that yeah. be? Sorry, they're great songs, but you suck at singing them. Yeah. yeah, he's you know, actually the guy's. He's an um, Eastern Indian guy, and he has a really w- lovely voice. Mm-hmm. I think it was the I don't same know, I'll give it a whirl. director or something for Slum Do- Slumdog Millionaire. Yes, Ooh. yes. And but mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, the movie looks phenomenal. I'm yeah. so ex- I, Dave sent it to me last night. And I'm like, oh yeah. my god, we have to see this movie. I know Dan was like, have you seen this trailer? And I sent it to mom, and I said, watch this with dad. And then she never responded to me, so I figured that she never did. Mom's it. having some problems right now. Yeah, she's dealing with your problems actually. No, 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 no. She had she had, I don't know. She went and had her eyes done or something. Oh yeah, her eyes got infected. Yeah, no. for they what? Got infected. So she got permanent this... eyeliner put on. She right. did. Yeah, and yeah, she and it got infected, and so well, she has to yeah. put drops. Oh, well, that's fun. <laughs> that's really great. So I'm gonna be married to a cyclops any day now. Thank <laughs> you very much. I thought about doing my eyebrows because I had to have stitches. I got this eyebrow shaved off when I was in second grade, mm-hmm. and I had to get stitches, and my eyebrow grows back all weird because yep. of it. And I'm like, I thought about getting this one done because it just never can grow the way that I'd like it to. Yeah, I have a chicken pox scar in my eyebrow. Oh, yeah. So remember back when Vanilla Ice 
like vanilla ice like oh yeah had cut, like, like a little slashes sa- yes mine was doing that for a long time <laughs> and i'm like i'm not purposely everyone's like oh you're copying vanilla ice i go oh my no gosh. this is a chicken pox car yeah I have Same. street cred now. So <laughs> one of the last things you want to do on earth is copy uh, vanilla ice exactly. copied queen. <laughs> so there yeah. you have it. True. No, no, no. Their song is do 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 Oh, that was the do do yeah. do 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 Mine is do 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 Yeah, he had a l- added a little ching yeah, in there. And he's ching. like, and mine goes and a ching dun, in there. dun afterwards. It's <laughs> yeah. like, okay, that makes it. Oh my God. So th- did, Unbelievable. They, did they sue him? I think they did, yeah. I, I, mean, I, I think they did. You Pretty have sure they to. did. Or they had got like a portion so. of the, each okay. sale of the song or yeah. something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, That's, probably true. Yeah. yeah. That's probably exactly what happened. An apparent beef between 50 Cent and an NYPD precinct commander now has the officer under investigation after the incident, an incident that allegedly happened last spring. The New York Daily News reports that on June 7th, the rapper was set to appear at an NYPD-sanctioned boxing match in Bronx. And Deputy Inspector Emmanuel Gonzalez out of Brooklyn's 72nd Precinct got wind of it. Gonzalez supposed instructions to cops about 50 Cent, real name Curtis Jackson, during that day's roll call per a source, shoot him on sight. And you took that seriously. Yeah. Oh, look, another insanely difficult to believe story with no proof. I know. Uh, it's just unbelievable. Uh, he probably went something like, yeah, shoot him on side. Yeah, shoot his ass. Something like that. Uh, he didn't mean to say that, I'm sure. Well, we'll read the rest of the story and see what happens here. The Good source's idea. reaction to that alleged threat, WTF, a month earlier, Gonzalez put in an exaggerated, uh, ag- excuse me, an aggravated harassment claim against Jackson for one of the rapper's Instagrams. In the now-deleted post, Jackson wrote, Get the strap, code for get the gun, on a story about a suit involving Gonzalez. Oh, so 50 Cent can say get a gun to you. Yeah, for real. But you say shoot him on sight to him, and now all of a sudden that's a huge crime. I mean, what is wrong with people? I can do it, but you can't. I don't get that. Do you guys understand that thinking? It's called the bigotry of low expectations. Oh, it is? The bigotry of low expectations, meaning what? People don't expect the same kind of behavior out of black people that they do out of everyone else, which, of course, they think is being not racist, but in actuality, well, it is, it is bigoted. It's they don't get mad at 50 Cent because they're like, oh, he doesn't know better. He's just a rapper. That's not Really? The, the bigotry of what is it called? Bigotry of low expectations. Low expectations. Mm-hmm. See, what I it's love very, now is how very they... common. It is really common. You're absolutely right. I... I, I it's... You know, every day it's something, isn't it? I, I I really hope someday that some leadership on all sides steps up and go, okay, enough of this. All right? You live in a lily-white neighborhood, and you're making a ton of money. You have no idea what black people need, so why you keep pushing yourself as an advocate for their needs? Because you have no idea what the hell they need. I mean, that's the, the, the feeling I get. Oh, yes, I'm I'm kind of the... The angel of the black people. Yeah, I don't they know don't need that... you to be their angel, a-hole. I just don't know where it comes from. I don't either. I, I just, it's like they need me. No, they don't. Actually, they don't. They can take care of themselves. They'll be fine. And see, that kind of bigotry right there drives me insane. I know what's best for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure you do. 
Uh, no charges came about from Gonzalez's complaint on that. Meanwhile, the head of Gonzalez's union tells TMZ that Gonzalez denies ever making the shooting remark. The incident is under internal review, an NYPD spokesperson says. Rolling Stone notes 50 cents response on Instagram to the news on Gonzalez, who has almost 30 years on the force and remains on active duty. He think he got beef with me. He think he got beef with me. Are you trying to sound stupid? Yes. I mean, oh, yes. seriously. Why? Why? And that's the other thing. Why do very successful people use that street lingo or whatever brand. they think they're doing? Yeah, it's the brand. And that, yeah, it's a very good way to put it. It is his brand. It's mm-hmm. their brand. By their, I mean anybody who thinks they want to be that, yeah, that street culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, so he's sending the homies to put some work in. The rapper posted, along with Gonzalez's photo, New York not safe, hashtag the gangsta got a badge. He added in another post that he takes the allegations very seriously and is consulting with my legal counsel. Jackson says he also is, is concerned that the NYPD itself didn't make him aware of the supposed threat. I, I, I'm not buying a word of this. Me Once either. again, you threatened to shoot him or, or implied he should be shot by get the strap. But then when he supposedly answered back, shoot him on sight, which even if he did say it, I'm sure he wasn't serious. When can we stop all this political crap just so you can make money from it? Well, yeah, and by you, I mean everybody who's doing it. He's plastered all over the news now, and I'm sure I know. coincidentally he's going to come out with some new album or something. So many people are taking advantage of us with their whole just making stuff up as they go along so they can make money from it. And the people actually do get treated like dirt or shot or little girls doing their homework in the inner city and a bullet comes through the window and kills her. It's just it's really upsetting to me. Mm. I really wish they would stop all of these people who just make money off of other people's misery. Isn't that terrible? That's why my I mean, that doesn't go- my number one advice to anyone is to never believe anything you read in the news until well it is true until you, you personally anything. verify it or you see a video or something like that. Speaking of mm-hmm. that whole Jesse, yeah, that turned out to Jussie be a bunch Smollett. of crap. Yeah, what a surprise! Yeah. yeah, no, it sure looks like it's it was not one bit of it was true. But yeah. I don't know. People just love to harm other people. They love to be hateful and harm other people, and I'll never understand why that is. I just don't get it. I don't understand. But in any case, I'm going to go get under my bed and hide now for the next 12 hours. What do you think of that? (laughs) Good idea. Sounds like a good plan. Honest to God, just go in. Don't you some days just feel like going and hiding, locking the door and saying, just don't come near me. I do it Just give me one day. That's pretty much my day. Why? Yeah. Why would you? I was going to say, that's all he does. Well, that's not. I go in my closet, shut the door and cry. And then I'm like, okay, I'm good. And I'll, 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 I'll emerge from the depths of my closet <laughs> and feel refreshed. It is true. Um, I do have to close the show with one thing, and I'm not going to identify the family because there's no reason to. But one of my best friend in the world lost his 22-year-old daughter on yeah. Friday. He found out he was in Cabo, and, and he got a call that, that she died, mm-hmm. came back. And I just, I don't know, I can't even imagine. The first thing that happened when I heard that is I called Andy and Alex so I could hear their voice. That's mm-hmm. the number one thing. Yesterday, having to walk into the the funeral parlor, the, I don't go to funerals, so I, what are they called? The Wakes. funeral, not no, the funeral parlor, or what is it, what's it called? Oh, a, no. a mortuary, right? A mortuary, yeah, there you go. Mm. I mean, he had to, the he had to go in. 
Yeah, I don't know what the hell it's called, but it, to walk in the door and see your little baby girl Did lying there dead. Did he have to identify be, her? I guess I don't know, mm. but but he, you know, he. I suppose making sure it was the right person. Yeah. I, I guess I don't know, but I have questions. I feel so bad. But I'll call. I, I need to call well, you. All right. Well, give me a call because we got to go. Thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow, Tom Bernard Show.